0: Welcome to episode 195 of Kapowcast. Gee. Five more to two hundred. Oh. I, I know what's coming. That's, that's <laughs> the problem. You need to just get it over with like a band-aid and do it uh, now. It, it's uh, it's gonna be so bad. I just I'm not ready for it. Just not. <laughs> Uh, I am Mike, and joining me is Tony. Hello. No Jeff today. He is dead. <laughs> he, he went. To, he went to go into the Speed Force and deteriorated. He did. Put his arm out. He's like, no. <laughs> it was more like he, he tripped over his untied shoelaces. Um, fell into it. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about a little show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. Because why not?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's why a not? good
0: show. and If you haven't watched it, you're missing out.
1: Yeah. I would say that it would resonate with 90%
0: of people our age. It's definitely geared towards um, people that thrive off of nostalgia. And that is just about everybody that I know and everybody in my age demographic.
1: A lot of business oriented people say that nostalgia is underpriced, that we should be uh, cashing in on nostalgia rides even more than we are now. How? You do like a weird like VR thing, like recreate your childhood room. Oh my God. Recreate how your parents used to yell at you for leaving the toilet seat up. (laughs) All I'm picturing is uh, the Rick and Morty episode where they go to um, that like Chuck E. Cheese oriented place and and they play that VR thing where they there's some sort of carpet salesman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what they mean. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. but no, no, it's, it's a great show. And we're going to talk about the latest season and maybe a little bit more a uh, little bit later on the show. But first, and as always, we have news and tidbits to talk about. It's been announced that The Mandalorian is the top streaming TV show under all platforms. This thing is a juggernaut. It's crazy, right? It is crazy. It is crazy because up to about two months ago, people were still like, fuck Star Wars. Yeah. Even though like... <laughs> even myself. Even though like the sales for uh, The Rise of Skywalker have been good. I think a lot of people that are seeing it still didn't like uh, The Last Jedi but are still just kind of like um, yes, yeah. feel obligated. Yeah, they have to uh, finish out the ride. Yeah, kind of like how I did with Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I bought Dark so. Phoenix, you know. Just cause, did, what? Yeah, just because I was like, you know what? I need, I, I, I'm a completionist at heart. So, but you don't have Origins, do you? I don't have Origins. That's the I <laughs> So I are you telling me right now you'd like Dark Phoenix better than Origins? I might. <laughs> you do get to see Mystique die. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> All right. I mean that's a I've tried to think of other redeeming things in uh not much Dark Phoenix, but there's nothing. I in, think I've mentally blocked Toronto out Blank. about
1: like ninety percent of the movie.
0: Um but no, the Mandalorian is is kicking ass. Uh episode four aired last week and it was a really good episode. It I liked fantastic it. Fantastic episode. Didn't like it as much as three. I still like that really like awesome end scene in three where all the Mandalorian showed up. Like yeah. that was still really cool. That was pretty epic. Um
1: this last the, the last battle in, in uh four was great though.
0: It was. They had the uh the walker in it, which I thought was cool. Like it was a really like they were kind of like, you didn't say it there was a fucking imperial walker. Yeah.
1: It was oh man, when the, when they seen the footprints I was like, "Oh Jesus, it's an ATST?" I go, "Oh my goodness, this is going to be good." And it did not disappoint. No, not at all. And I loved Angel Dust and her character. Yeah. Which I was like, "Oh man, I'm glad I get to see her again." I, there's something about her that I enjoy her uh, overall um presence. Yeah, essence, I guess you'd say. That sounds weird. That sounds creepy.
0: Um I like your essence. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got another baby Oda tease that he was just going to leave him behind. Yeah. I thought I thought it was I, I bought in. I thought it was gonna happen. I bought in too. And I think though, once they showed the guy, the person trying to assassinate him, obviously like everybody, we were all like, Okay, he's not gonna leave him. Yeah. But that's when it hit me. I'm like, baby Yoda's gonna be around for a long time. <laughs> I was like, but hopefully they don't do that every episode. And hope- they like try to make you think like, Oh man, this is last episode with the baby not Yoda. <laughs> Just kidding. He's coming back. Oh oh he's gonna abandon him again. Nope. No, I think that was a uh, something to show like, okay, you can, he can't just leave him behind. That's what we call tying up a plot thread. People will be pretty like, well, why does he just find some place to leave him? And well, now he can't because they're tracking him and he can't ever leave him alone.
1: I will say that guy that did track him down has to be a pretty pretty awesome bounty hunter because i mean you <laughs> you see you see when the the opening of that episode happens that he really stresses the point about how this planet is not uh you know it's pretty much off the grid you know impossible to find if you will and then we have a bounty hunter show up and i'm like oh guess it's not that impossible
0: i mean you found it too did you uh did you buy into the fake out where the bounty hunter had baby yoda in his crosshairs and you heard the shot did, um, did you buy into that at all
1: i think there might have been a split second yeah i think there was a split second where i was like oh god did it happen did they actually <laughs> Do it, because, and then you were like, "Wait,
0: this is Disney." They,
1: wouldn't. yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like, a, it, it's almost one of those deals. If if they did do it, I would almost give them a round of applause because mm-hmm. you did something that I would say ninety percent of people would say the exact same thing you did. Was it's Disney? They're not going to kill off their biggest marketing tool of this whole
0: <laughs> of this whole. Uh, They're- they're oh my god the amount of money they're going to make off of baby yoda merchandise is astounding they're probably kicking themselves right now like god i wish we had some ready for the holidays funko funko's coming out with a baby yoda uh still not coming out to like summer is it and then walmart Jesus, put up the pre-orders are up early then <laughs> walmart and like big bad toy store and places like that put up a, a pre-order for a plush that isn't shipping until june oh yeah an 11 inch plush people are still gonna cash in on the oh pre-orders. yeah i mean by then maybe i don't know if it'll died down by then Hmm. But the only reason I think it would die down is because the season ends. Yeah. Well, the season's going to end at the end of the month. Yeah. I was about to say it's
1: eight episodes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got a. That's why they're probably putting all this stuff up. And like, if you've seen, um, people have put up like Baby Yoda shirts for sale, like some sites, but they're like the, the the cheapest, like little effort type of shirts. Like even like websites like Hot Topic and stuff like that. Like they're just like, just get a fucking picture of Baby Yoda, put them on a shirt, sell it. People will buy it. <laughs> Etsy's full of uh, Baby Yoda Oh, I can stuff. imagine. It's everywhere. It's, it's, it's kind insane. of like uh, this perfect storm for, for people like that, where there's no actual merchandise. Mm-hmm. You're at the holidays right? Um, and people want it. People yeah. want it a lot. People will buy it in a heartbeat. I personally am holding out for the Hot Toys one to one scale <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> you probably will get
1: it. You, I, I will be surprised if they don't do it because they did a one to one scale Groot, and
0: I don't two think variations. I don't think
1: he's much bigger than Groot. No, nah, I would. Oh man, I think if you got it and then I seen it,
0: I would probably end up wait, on the probably the wait list. Well, here's the thing, Steph has said we were already getting it. So. Oh, so if it happens. if it happens, like, well then. I'm pretty sure like it could be the scenario i'm pretty sure that that's one of those things once it would go up i'd send her the link it should be like i ordered it and i'd be like <laughs> okay you don't want to talk about this <laughs> there's just certain things you accept
1: Yes, I know. But, um, but then looking at it, then I'd, get the, then I'd jump into fucking Star Wars. Like I already have a few Star Wars figures, but nothing hot toys. And that's, well, that's a pretty
0: solid commitment. That would be the that would be the beauty of getting something like that is because he would look good just by himself. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about like, it's not like if you bought like a Luke Skywalker, then you're like, oh, well, now I kind of need to get Han mm-hmm. and Leia. And then, then you're like, well, I'll go one step further. Might as well get Chewie and the droids, get all the good guys. Yep. And then you go, well, now well I, I can't, mean, get, I can't look- not get Vader. And then, <laughs> and then it, That's how it happens, everybody. You rationalize and you're like, well, okay, I'll get this.
1: I'm dealing with something right now with the Spider-Man.
0: I was going to say put topical ointment cream on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Makes me feel funny. Um, but yeah, the same thing's happening right now is uh I, I don't I don't get permission very often about this kind of stuff, these big purchases. You know, I kind of just do it on a whim and you know, maverick it, you know, just leave it alone. But something we I, I put the two Spider-Man I have in the center cabinet and it looks, you know, it looks kind of empty. I think I even said something to you. Mm-hmm. And uh she goes, We need more Spider-Man. And when I hear that, it instantly triggers an instant buy. I go, Oh, we need more Spider-Man? Oh, okay, that's that's fine. I got I got a coupon, I got this, and I got that. I go, I can buy Spider-Punk right now. And it's only going to cost me like X amount. And she goes, well, the holidays. I go, yeah, but this this coupon expires on on December 11th. There won't be a (laughs) uh,
0: like wait and see.
1: Yeah, it's got to happen now. And she's like, oh, I just did something terrible. And I go, yes, you did. You did something horrible. Because you just literally gave me unspoken permission to buy more (laughs) 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 Spider-Man. Which is like. That's the thing I've been fighting back since I got um, Iron Spider. Pretty much, it's like, oh, I got, I got, a, you know, you deal with it. It's, it, I got one Spider Man. I don't need another Spider Man. And then I bought Scarlet Spider because, fuck, he's he's awesome. And then I was like, man, I would really like to get Spider Punk and the Advanced Suit because all those look fucking great too. And here you are. And here I am in a, in a life-altering dilemma. Do I blow a lot of money and get all of these th- these things I want?
0: Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, you know
1: me. I don't ever turn that down.
0: Well, that's kind of what happened when we went to GameStop the one night, and they had the um, the GameStop exclusive Shredder Brazo yeah. Gold two pack. Um, and like we like, it was kind of weird, like because I just kind of saw it sitting on the table. I saw the top of the package. I didn't see who or what it was. I was just like, oh, I just want to check. I wonder which which set this is. And I pick it up, and I was like, oh. And Steph was like, oh, you don't have that one. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I was like, mm. she was like, come on, just just do it, <laughs> just get it. And I'm like, all right. I was, I was, when, when i picked
1: up um, the two packs at target that day uh, there was no restraint she goes you've been talking about these for a month like grab them or you're not going to get them i go i'm glad you see eye to eye with me so i grabbed grab, grab what was it, five five of them and then we got up to the lanes to cash out and i go i'm gonna take these and go cash out somewhere else and she goes what why and i was like uh yeah you're not gonna like the total you're windy. not gonna Can like you what you're it? about to see <laughs> I was like, I'm just, you know, I'm saying it right now, which is funny because I, I cashed out. Then I met her back and she's cashing out and she gets, you know, got Christmas shit and presents and all that stuff. And her, she did the, when the, when the total comes out, she did the, and I was like, I was like, that ain't, that ain't nothing. And she goes, why? How much was yours? I go, uh, pretty damn close to $300. And she goes, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> how much were the two packs? I go, there's two figures in the pack. Nuka uh, is usually 25 to 30 bucks. So you do the math. And she goes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I go. Yeah, trust me. Like when I seen the total of, of ringing it up, I was like, "Oh boy." But total I, shock. Yeah, total shock. And I, I I wouldn't have done it if I missed out almost completely on wave 1. Well, in <laughs> feel like we're, how did we get here? <laughs> Cuz we were talking about <laughs> Mandalorian and then we went into Baby Yoda, which was a giant marketing <laughs> push and then we we just wow. I don't know. We, we went to the total opposite end of the spectrum. Not really. We stayed inside, yeah. but I don't well, know.
0: And it's like I said in the um, Bebop and Rocksteady review, if you see those, do not like sit there and look at them and go, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, maybe next time and send them back because, baby, there might not be a next time. <laughs> I will say that um people
1: have been texting me and like telling me, hey, I just seen Target restocking. I don't know if they just don't know that I got all of them or if they're just telling me because it's like I've been talking about it and talking about wave one and the whole incident with that. And they're they're just kind of informing me, but they are so far keeping them way better stocked than wave one, like a hundred times better. Mm-hmm. Like uh, live and learn. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. are
0: still, people still want them to do some kind of pre-order yes. next time. God damn it. I yes. think, and I think that's where the stress of these releasing come out is there's not a pre-order. You can't pre-order them. It's not like, right. You know, for example, like, um, uh, like the, the Power Rangers lightning, like the Lord Draken figure. Like I pre-ordered that right away. I'm like, cause you know, what's going to be hard to find yep. and what's, He's one per case. He's he? one per case, yeah. I think the Red Ranger's like two or three per case. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard three. And uh so it's like, okay, well, I need to pre-order that. And luckily that's an option. Like, could you imagine if that wasn't an option? You'd have to run around God's green earth trying to find that fucking thing. It would be the downfall of my collecting. Because I, I would get fed up after a while. I almost get you almost got we almost got fed up just uh <laughs> when the, they were putting the NECA like, turtle stuff on target.com. They never put the bebop and rock setting. People were like, No, they went up. It was there was weird conflicting reports. There's people being like, No, they came up and they sold out. Yeah. And then there's other people that were like, No, they never went up but still it was just one of those things where i was like oh my god this is so fucking you kind of lost your mind a little bit stress inducing i did <laughs> this is so stress inducing you're like is this even worth it yeah. like especially in those
1: moments in those moments are the, the you're like why why do i even collect like this is this is self-induced stress it is it's and it's not even anything to be like somebody who might not collect was probably listening to this going like fucking <laughs> yeah oh i'm sure that's why i never really share the war stories of collecting or trying to find uh, figures out in the wild or anything like that because like there's very few people that get it and understand. I think like I, I know most of them.
0: I agree. This week we also got our first look randomly at the Black Widow trailer. They were they were like, hey, yeah. I woke up for work. Uh, some days I wake up at four in the morning, like four. 30, 445. Uh-huh. Got ready. and Then I'll go sit on the couch and hop on my phone and I'm looking. And I'm like, I see Black Widow trailer drops. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. I thought maybe it had dropped like last night, but no, it dropped like in the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. I was just I like, was,
1: I was on my lunch and I was just, you know, I was doing what you were doing aimlessly scrolling. I go black. What? Huh? And I was like, holy shit. And I watched it right away, but I was very tired. So I will say that like, I couldn't keep up with the Marvel trailer, um, fiasco as I like to call it very fast paced, very action packed, uh, catch your eye it was it was very hard to watch with being um, that tired but i was surprised when you posted about it and the caption you
0: posted with it yes i mean i'm interested um there's still part of me that's still going what's the point just because like we know how this all ends yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 weird it's it's um definitely different kind of territory mm-hmm. i'd say and i'm i'm just I don't know if this is going to affect it uh, box office wise. Um, It definitely is. And it's also weird because we went from this time of year, two years in a row of one year we had Infinity War. The next year we had endgame hype. And that was just so big. And this just feels so much smaller. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's good. It's uh, it's the Ant Man wasp treatment. Yeah,
1: I I see. The thing is, is like I've always kind of said between Civil War and Infinity War, there's so much story that we don't know. You know, like we can kind of you know place it together with Clint and and, and Scott. You know, they're pretty much locked in their houses. Um, but like what 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 about that? You know, group of like Bucky and Cap and
0: it's interesting to see that like Natasha didn't just immediately go and like re- meet up with Cap. Yeah, and his merry band of Secret Avengers. What did you think about um, was it Red Guardian? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, there's your comedic relief. Yeah,
1: for sure. He there's, looks
0: really awesome.
1: There's a, I, At first, everybody was like, oh my God, this is great. And then like the the naysayers started to come out. And there's, a. I guess, a lot of Red Guardian fans out there. No, right. there isn't.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, it's just a very vocal minority. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, they're just kind of like, they're making it into a fucking joke, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, but I mean, you kind of, I don't know. For me, I've come to expect this out of Marvel that there has to be a, massive player of comedica relief and especially in something maybe natasha that it could go uh pretty dark we're meeting up with her sister apparently yes i was
0: a bit surprised i think it's more like sister Sister, yeah tyrannosaurus fingers (laughs) um from the red room and yes she's another like you find out i think you're gonna find out that there's other Like you're gonna find out there's other black widows Mm -hmm. um which is funny because her name's yelena which is hilarious to me because Somebody at my work just started whose name is Yelena. And when she started, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's not a real fucking name. <laughs> Your name is not real. And apparently it is. It's a real name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for the
1: most part, I'm interested. A lot of people hate Taskmaster's look, too. He apparently. does look pretty lame. It's a little bit dry. But my, my thought process is, uh, as long as they don't kill him, there's always evolution of a character. Yes. Hopefully. So, that's what we always hope for these villains. Yes. Like,
0: just don't kill him. Like Just, just don't, don't kill, kill
1: him. him. Uh, he doesn't. I don't know if you... Caught it, but it looks like it almost looks like he stole
0: Clint's arrows and bow. Maybe. Well, he also has a shield. Does he? I missed that. You do see the shield like in the background when him and Red Guardian are fighting.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um and I'm part of me is like, oh man, I don't know if Red Guardian's gonna make it out of this movie alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also I was watching you know, it's kinda sad whenever Marvel movies come out, I watch the movie, I'm going, Okay, hot toys, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, will they do a Red Guardian? I'm sure they'll do a white suit, Black Widow. They'll do the white suit. They'll do the
1: black suit. I'll probably pass on the white suit though. Yeah. So many fingerprints and dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would just be bad. Weird. And I, I, from what I see in this trailer, I think I enjoy uh, the Endgame look a lot better. Mm-hmm. I just really, that, there was never been a, a Black Widow figure that I'm just like, ooh, yeah, I want that one. Uh, besides, like Winter Soldier, but it's the soft hair, and that's always weird. Soft. But I don't think this one's going to be soft hair, the Endgame one. I'm
0: excited to see it. Though. No, if she has it in a ponytail, they usually do sculpt it. Sculpt Yep. Good. Um, and then there's that really crazy scene in the end of the trailer where she's like skydiving through and there's a bunch of debris. And I'm like... What's happening here? I'm like, she's not enhanced. <laughs> right? Did she have a suit? Or did she have a, a, parachute. a parachute? I on? saw somebody do a thing where it was like her doing that. And then it shows like from uh, Winter Soldier. I was like, was she wearing a parachute? No. And then it shows her at the bottom of Boy <laughs> yay um, internet <laughs> yes. um but no i mean i i think regardless no matter what i was gonna go see the movie which is bad to say yeah like at this point like marvel's just earned my trust enough to be like i'm gonna see it like <laughs> calm fucking I, down yeah i mean I, that's that's one franchise that isn't like star wars the brand alone sells it yeah um i can I mean, already see the, the headlines now though because i do not think this movie is going to obviously i did see somebody say like oh, this movie possibly can make a billion dollars Like, yeah i, I, I I, I would have to agree um, with something, I guess, I guess you could probably safely
1: say universally pan, like Captain Marvel wasn't severely well-received amongst everybody and that made a billion dollars. True. And this is one of the original six Avengers. Also true. And for a lot of people, um,
0: Scarlett Johansson is, you know, in their personal spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, i'm trying to think what other marvel movies are coming out next year is it the eternals is that the other one you know i don't even know i want to say it's the eternals in november it's one of those things that i kind of almost don't want to know because then i, I, I go oh god i got to wait that long for another jones and of marvel next year i know wonder woman's coming out yes but. next year is actually a rather light year for movies in comparison to like the past i'd say three or four yeah ah, i'm just trying See when that movie comes out. I want to say I'm 40% sure. That is low. <laughs> November 6, 2020. Eternals? Yep. So yeah, it's going to be oof. So May and then all the way to
1: November. And it's Eternals too. That's. I will say that that would be uh, in comparison to Guardians of the Galaxy for you. It's one of those ones I just, I, I don't know. I might not like it. I, I really
0: don't have a lot of grasp on the Eternals as a whole. So Yeah, but they'll put out a trailer with quips and fun one-liners yes, and awesome but, action scenes. And everyone's just going to go like, yeah, all right, let's... <laughs> Let's see what you get. It also
1: it has some some act- actresses in it that I'm I'm not fond of because you can just tell they're in it for the paycheck and there's no that's not like any passion. Selma Hayek? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Her Sandy or was it San Diego or D23? I don't remember which one it was, but dude, it was just it felt so scripted what she was saying. Really? Yeah. Like just she played the Marvel's the greatest card and uh, you know, uh the woman power card.
0: Oh man, she played it all.
1: Yeah, and it was just kind of like, oh this feels really weird and then they talked to angelina jolie and she didn't have much to say other than you know the marvel family's great blah 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 and i'm just like this i'm looking forward feels- to getting money to put my 12 <laughs> children <laughs> <laughs> it almost feels like you're joining a cult like like don't talk bad about the cult but you can tell you're uncomfortable about the factor that you know nothing about these movies they, I, I i'm willing to cash in saying that those two have never watched a marvel movie
0: think so yeah, I think so. That was like Gwyneth Paltrow not knowing that she was in Spider Man.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was just like, "You ungrateful bitch! <laughs> yeah. How dare you?
1: <laughs> you was-
0: don't even know what the fuck movies you're in." Like, ugh. I mean, in defense, she
1: was standing next to Tony, so and happy. So I would, I would almost say, like, if if I was called to set. And it looked like an Iron Man movie and felt like an Iron Man movie. Or an Avengers movie. Yeah, I would probably be like, oh, it's just another Iron Man movie. Oh, wait, no, this is (laughs) Spider-Man.
0: Uh, speaking of spider-man where's hot toys vulture that's never gonna happen come on i really want him. that wingspan it's gonna it's huge it's far too big it's huge and it's fucking awesome it's so cool i'll put it this way if if they were never able to do the cyborg from justice league they couldn't get the tooling and everything right um, i don't think they'll ever ever do vulture
1: marvel legends is a
0: vulture <laughs> little bit different <laughs> <laughs> um, last but not least, and I'm going to check my phone right now just to make sure, but we officially got an announcement of Ghostbusters trailer this week, which at this time has not dropped yet, and the title, which is uh, apparently Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's official, huh? That is official. I don't know about that title. Really? Yeah, just that. It just feels weird. It
1: doesn't feel weird to you? I don't know. Maybe because like, I mean, yeah, like 2016 was called Ghostbusters Answer the Call, but I never referred to it as Answer the Call. You just
0: heard it as Ghostbusters. Yeah. You think they should have just went with a solid just Ghostbusters 3?
1: Um, I think that could have been problematic if they did that. Really? Um, yeah, because putting Ghostbusters 3 on it would almost certainly declare it being an actual follow-up to Ghostbusters 2, which then is problematic because like if you, if you talk to any Ghostbusters fan or I mean, I guess <sighs> anybody in general that, you know, is in this loop, technically technically um the video game was the third installment technically yes it's, <laughs> to get super, i just thought of jeff uh <laughs> technically but yeah the third the, i mean Aykroyds came out and say, said it uh reitman said it you know the third <gasps> the third one was essentially the, the continuation of Ghostbusters one and two. So calling this Ghostbusters three then implies where well, the game doesn't count. Yeah. Where's where's the, where's the line? Where's the continuity
0: line? I think too, um, if you call it Ghostbusters three, you're more and less in name guaranteeing um, the return of like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, all those people. By calling it Ghostbusters Afterlife, you're like, okay, it's right. a continuation, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee that those people are going to show up.
1: I don't know if it's been announced and I don't know if you watched the video I sent to you, the cameo
0: video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but short story, Janelle sent me a cameo video from Ernie Hudson. In that video, Ernie Hudson says that the uh, the date is July 10th. The release date is July wow. 10th. And I don't know if it's been announced or anything or if that's, you know, we're hitting pay dirt. <laughs> here, here, here. Hear here first. Heard it here first, July tenth, but Man. Ernie Hudson told me himself. <laughs> how insane is
0: it? how insane is it that we got to this point where I remember when I um not Ivan Reitman, but his son, uh what's his name? I can never remember.
1: I I I always dubbed him uh Reitman Jr.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> he, he announced that he would be doing a Ghostbusters 3, and I remember there was trepidation. There was, like, everyone was like, eh, is this? and Then, like, of all the years of hearing that, and that ball, like, kind of start and stop and start and stop and start and stop, and mm-hmm. he announced it, and it was just like, Doo, 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 doo. I, I compare it to when Indiana
1: Jones steals the uh the, the golden monkey or whatever and the, the rocks chasing him that rock was the announcement and then everything leading up to yeah it just it, and we were Indiana Jones
0: because you you've been in, you've been there before we I remember when we worked at the movie theater hearing like oh Ghostbusters 3 is happening and it really seemed like it was going to happen and then it would start and stop and start and stop and especially like after Harold Ramis died it seemed like well this mm-hmm. is probably never yeah. never going to happen and when they announced it, it was just kind of like that was okay wait we'll, we'll see but then like 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 I said, it was just like, doom, 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 doom. just everything right after another. They they showed that little teaser with the car. Uh-huh. and if, they, uh,
1: if that's the feel, if that trailer is the feel of the movie, I think I will probably enjoy it a lot.
0: I know they've said it's going to be, they're going to have some scares.
1: Yeah. Which I'm excited for. <laughs> which, because like technically, like we weren't around to see it, but like when the first one came out, um, that stuff uh, was
0: considered scary. Yeah,
1: it was considered uh, spoopy Um,
0: so I'm I'm super that persuaded. library scene scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah,
1: I was a uh, I was always kind of uh taken back by the terror dogs too. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty scary. And then Jesus Christ, Ghostbusters two was always the one that freaked me out. The slime in the bathtub, Vigo <laughs> Vigo in general. Ugh, that guy was one scary,
0: scary dude. Scary dude. Scary broad. it's <laughs> Um, and then also, I mean, while we're at it, like later this week, too, we're also supposed to get a Wonder Woman trailer. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard that, too.
0: So, I mean, that kind of lines up. Like when I go back and I look up, look at my Facebook memories, it's a lot of trailer <laughs> posting. And I was like, because this is always the time of year where they start to release all those summer blockbuster trailers. Yep. yep. And like I said, there's not really a whole lot coming out next year. It's going to it's gonna be weird. I don't know what to do with them. I'm going to have to go outside. <laughs> And do stuff. I'm going to save so much money without
1: having to go to the movies. You know what that means?
0: More toys. More toys. <laughs> Speaking of toys, which yeah. we've already done a lot of on this episode. <laughs> it's it's fitting. It toy- makes sense. The Toys That Made Us um, is a fantastic documentary series on Netflix. They've had two seasons prior to this one. They're always very short and very... It leaves you wanting more. Yeah, always Um more. But they've done tons of great episodes. Um, they did the Star Wars one, which I thought was really good. A little bummed that they always, that they just kind of glanced over like the Power of the Force era when they re-released in like 96, 97, yeah. which was like prime for me to start buying them. <laughs> and it was like the, not to go off on a tangent, but that was, it was such a bummer that they glanced over that because that was my generation's, well, our generation's yeah. first chance to actually get Star Wars toys. In package. In package. And they they could have like talked about like the toys and how like they made them like Uber buff to compete with like the other toys of the time yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I was just kind of bummed they, and they didn't go over that, but it's still a really good like documentary. They go over like all the different like stuff they did and they go over, uh, the, um, Phantom Menace stuff, mm-hmm. which is always interesting. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a Thundercat. Oh no, there's not a Thundercats one. Oh. Not yet. i are thinking you're probably thinking He-Man. There's a the He-Man one. I really like the He-Man one. It was good. Put a fucking saddle on the cat. <laughs> there. <laughs> that's that's my that's probably my favorite thing where like they're trying to think of like a, they make battle cat for he-man and he's really big and you're like well can't even be they're like put a fucking saddle on him <laughs> and they do they did and then like there's all this like argument of who created he-man and who created this and that and, and it's very interesting and it's always inter- what's what's cool is like watching like these toys that come out and they end up being like super big and then watching the it's it's cyclical like ooh, and then it goes down yeah. and, and uh, some nostalgia kicks back in it's the same thing they did with like the transformers one which was also really good uh-huh. um what other ones there's the lego one which i wasn't really ever into legos so i was i was, was in into- to Legos. Not so much the sets, but like just free build. Um There I w- was... I was trying to remember episodes out of season two. And I literally am just blanking completely out of season Transformers. Two. Was Transformers in two? There was Transformers. Um Transformers. I see season one was Star Wars, He-Man, Barbie. Barbie, and was it G.I. Joe? I think that sounds right, yeah. Season two was Transformers... Um lego hello kitty and what was it's gonna i'm gonna have to i have to look it up because if i don't it's literally going to drive me insane gi <laughs> joe might have been i know i think gi joe wasn't season one because that's a pretty big um i just want to find a list of oh here we go wikipedia you're never wrong <laughs> Uh, so yeah, episode one, season one, Star Wars, then Barbie, then He-Man, then G.I. Joe. Season two, that's why I didn't remember. <laughs> it's Star Wars, ain't it? Star Trek.
1: Star Trek. Oh, oh yeah, because they're talking about the Spock helmet with the rotating beacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit in the world. And it's actually a really interesting one because of how just like off the wall
0: yeah. the toys were from the actual series. And I enjoyed, uh, I remember like in the Transformers one, they talk about how like the Transformers ones, they're actually a hybrid of two different toy lines from Japan. Yeah, And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening. to going, no, that's stupid. <laughs> and like, I remember too, they said, mentioned too, that Megatron was actually a good guy. Mm-hmm. A good guy in the Japan version. And, but Optimus Prime was always a leader in both. But uh, so that was, I mean, it's really cool, especially like even though like He-Man and uh, Transformers, like it wasn't stuff I was super into. Like, I don't even remember if I had any He-Man toys growing up. I, I didn't. Fairly my, certain I didn't. All my friends did. I didn't have any Transformers because you had to be fucking rich to have Transformers. See,
1: I like I vaguely remember Transformers and I never really got into the action figure area of Transformers. It was just one of those things like for me growing up, I wasn't big into cars. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was not, which is weird because I'm a mechanic now. I. Um, I was never like oh cool like here's here's a freaking hot wheels car like it, it was always for me it was always batman and it was always turtles it was always uh, ghostbusters um so I I, I I was never it was never appealing to me to see transformers so I literally can't remember the price mark of Transformers.
0: I think, well, I think too, when Trans, by the time like we got to that age where we could buy Transformers, Transformers, it kind of uh, died out. Yeah. Um. Especially because like, you know, other stuff was kind of coming into play. And that was the thing like, that, I really liked the first two seasons of Toys and Manus, even though there was stuff I didn't necessarily collect. Yeah. Like, even though like I never collected Legos, there were still some interesting aspects to the there Lego was. documentary. Um. And the same thing with like the He-Man and the Transformers. Of course, I did collect Star Wars, but not the stuff that they mostly talked about. Right. So so you can imagine my delight when they made the announcement for season three hell yeah and it was um wrestling uh, my little pony uh power rangers and teenage mutant ninja turtles and i was like okay now we're <laughs> now we're in the territory now now we're getting the stuff that i was into and um not gonna lie i don't think i still don't think i've watched the my little pony episode
1: it's uh well i don't i i can understand why um but i will say that it's just as interesting
0: as as the others like was, even yeah. like the hello kitty one is it it's actually yeah oh, interesting yeah. too Oh, yeah.
1: That, that was, one was insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention the the mass marketing appeal over, overseas
0: is, is just, it's outrageous. I oh, just yeah. don't understand it. Like, it's it's maddening. But I know, like, in the My Little Ponies, when they even get into, like, the bronies. and uh... Yes,
1: they touch on it. It's so funny. Because uh, they for the whole episode, they talk about, like, men and, you know, the whole, uh, you know, guys are going to watch this and make fun of it. And then they finally, like, three quarters of the way through the episode, touch on the factor that, like, Of course, it happens, and men watch it, and there's a whole online community, and then something weird happens. They go, guys, I know we watch this to make fun of it, but I actually enjoy this. (laughs) Me too! (laughs) And it's like, okay, like... I guess so. Like I've, I've watched things that I had no interest in and go, this is actually a pretty good story. Like this <laughs> is, I, I'm, I'm actually intrigued. Yeah. I can't really make fun of this because it's good writing. And that's what happened was the, the writing kind of like wrapped everybody in doesn't, it doesn't help that uh, Tara strong also does a voice of one of the new, um, my little ponies. And if you are in the geek culture, you know, Tara strong is pretty much a staple of everybody's like top 10 voice acting, uh, people.
0: Um, it's really weird. I don't know what happened with my Netflix. Where when I went to go watch it, like it, it played them like in somewhat out of order. Me too. Like We talked about this, I think. When I started it, it started with the um, the wrestling one. That was the first so, one it started with. <laughs> mine was Turtles. I think yours started correctly <laughs> because I'm actually looking at the episode guide here and it shows huh. uh, season three, episode one, episode nine of the series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What's so the next one Power Rangers? Yes. Okay. I'm, so I'm, somehow mine started, started with the wrestling one and then it went back to Turtles weird. But anyways, maybe it's because you always play the WWE Network Maybe which is $9.99 a month. Maybe it knew. <laughs> um, the wrestling one was pretty intriguing. Yes. it um, was so fun. It was Jewish so, lightning. Yes,
1: it was so much fun. I didn't think I thought that one like I'd be a little bit intrigued because I collected wrestling when I was younger. Um, but like it was like a really close um co- competitor with both Power Rangers and uh what you call turtles?
0: Turtles. Well, because instantly I was like, when I was like, they're going to talk about the big rubber, yes, the big rubber ones of course. that were like massive. And I remember neighborhood kid had them, and I remember the paint always flaked off of them, so it was just this big flesh toned, yeah, uh, monstrosity. <laughs> And they I, didn't, they didn't touch on the finger puppet ones though. No, you, yeah, you had the ones that you could like yeah. put on your thumb and do like thumb wrestling with. Yeah, I was pretty bummed that they didn't touch on
1: that. I I'd completely
0: forgotten all about those until you just mentioned them. Well, I had
1: Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and Macho Man when I was younger. Of those ones, you put
0: your thumb in their butts. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right you make them wrestle It was it was the greatest thing in the world. Oh. Um, but they, uh, I think it's hilarious because they talk about the the big the rubber ones. How when they took them to, you know, sell them, <laughs> they took like the actual big version. And it was just like a prototype version. So people right. could see the detail mm-hmm. and it was, they weren't meant to be that big, but <laughs> they took them and they were like the, the, the people loved them. And they're like, what do they like most about them? Like they like the size and they're like, <laughs> they're not supposed to be that big. Cause they were
1: supposed to be bendy wire.
0: Yes. So, so you could be able to pose them and stuff, but you couldn't, cause I remember that I think in the show they refer to them as dog toys yes. because they legit feel like <laughs> giant rubber dog toys. And they did too. Like if oh, you man. if you ever get a chance to track something like go to like a go to like a comic convention go to like um some of those bins with toys like the dollar I, toys you'll uh-huh. find one in there and you'll see what exactly what we're talking about yep. they were legit just solid rubber dog toys i will say
1: that this episode really want made me want to um hunt down the wrestling buddies again oh my god i had oh god who did i have i think i had ultimate warrior and hulk hogan maybe but i th- Oh, man, I want to say that they were kind of hand me downs. Maybe I don't remember. I don't remember. All all I remember is just having a fucking blast in my bedroom, like wrestling those things. It I never, so
0: I never had one. I had a knockoff one that was Spider Man. Uh huh. Because Marvel had uh, their versions of them. <laughs> um, I, always,
1: I always snuff my nose up at them because they just don't capture the magic like, the, like no. the wrestling ones did.
0: Uh, they did touch on the old like '90s ones, the like smaller plastic ones, which that was. I remember <laughs> we had a lot of those growing <laughs> up. Like a, a buttload of them. You're talking
1: about like Big Boss Man and all the... All yeah, they had
0: like the action. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. But once again, like... Which always seems so bizarre to me. is like you're making wrestling figures, but they can hardly move. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like the one toy that I would think you'd want like some super out right. of them. But there was no... There, there's I mean... There was, there was no art- demand Yeah. Then. No articulation demand. I remember going to Toys R Us and I remember remember in the show, they show like you know, walls yes. of wrestling figures. You got the ring and all that. I remember going to toys R Us by and seeing that. Uh-huh. Like I, cause I remember, I can remember it as clear as day. It was right. When you walk in, it was that wall right there where they ended up, you know, I think I forget what they ended up putting there before they closed, but it was that first wall right on your left side that you walked in and like, boom, there it was. You yeah. Just head right over and they had all the wrestling figures. And I remember one year we went there <laughs> To get um a birthday present for for the same neighborhood kid that had the big rubber ones oh, okay because we were, we had to go to his birthday and I was so bummed because my mom wouldn't let me get one <laughs> I'm pretty sure she he he got the uh, there was a really cool like press Ultimate Warrior who like stood like, like he was getting ready to gorilla press somebody uh-huh and his arms went down like that yep. but it looked really cool Yep. and I was like oh man I want that <laughs>
1: high insight though when you see
0: those it's just not the same no you're just like ew what, what the, and the hell I, so in this this is just says something about the imagination of a child because uh-uh. we had the wrestling ring, too. I and never, I never had a ring. I I hated We hated I hated the ring. I don't remember if it was that one or the later like Attitude Era one where like they had to make the they did something weird with the ropes where the ropes were like this high and the figures like were, they I remember it, it didn't scale right. Yeah. So you had to move the ropes down, which actually left like, you know, a solid two inches of turnbuckle with no <laughs> rope on it. It was really weird. But anyways. The old blue ring we had, uh if, if we were playing and I wanted to do a royal rumble, I would just throw all the figures in the ring, all of them. Okay. And I'd grab the ring <laughs> by the bottom and I'd pick it up and I'd just shake it. Just go like this.
1: Like you were shifting for gold. Yep. <laughs> exactly just <laughs> Let me tell you, that's genius. I'm not. I'm not going to even play that down. I was that's, an that was, that was. That's a fantastic way to go about a Royal Rumble.
0: Oh yeah, because I'm <laughs> not going to sit there and go through all. That's
1: a lot of characters to go through. It is. <laughs> Just picture you there shaking it with your miner's uh, hat on. <laughs>
0: oh god, he's doing it again. Uh, oh, and
1: Hart wins again. Damn it!
0: <laughs> His neck snapped.
1: <laughs> god damn
0: it! Funny story. <laughs> I don't know where we're going after that. <laughs> It was, uh, when I, and they talk about like when it's funny cause they talk about in the show, they talk about the old Jack specific line, yeah which I didn't realize like that, that toy line, that toy company, Jack's mm-hmm. was created specifically for making WWF wrestling figures. Like that mm-hmm. was literally their only thing. I believe they're still
1: around nowadays. I th- they actually I... make, I think they make the, um, the Mario figures I'm obsessed with. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'd have to do some do some digging because the logos are not the same. So I I, I don't know if it's the actual same company, but it is a company called Jax, and it's, I think it's
0: spelled J A K K S Hmm. something along those lines. Um, but those figures, they kind of talk bad about them in the show, but I loved them. Like when I was growing up, I agree. I I had no issues with them. Um, but I remember (laughs) I was such a stupid kid. (laughs) Um, I remember it was around like December and like I had, I had some money from like allowance or something. Mm -hmm. And my mom, we went to Toys R Us. It was a, God, my memory! It was a Saturday. I do remember. Wow! And we went to Toys R Us, and I went, and I had been eyeing it for months. It was the toy. I think it was a Toys R Us exclusive pack, a Jack specific set, and it had um, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, uh, Rocky Maivia, hmm. and I want to say it was either Storm Cold, the Undertaker, or Bret Hart. One of the one of them. The it's, basis of it. It's a pretty solid lineup. Is every one of them came with a belt? Oh, so Rock came with the Intercontinental. Owen Hart and Davey Boy came with the tag, and Davey Boy had the European. And then whoever the uh, the fourth one was, which I can't remember, came with the WWF title. Yeah. And I remember I was so excited. I got it home and I'm like, open it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so every, <laughs> I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, so like every week I want to buy a new one so I can get her, like a real good collection going and you know, all that and this and that. So I was like buying the set, like I'm four ahead. And she's like, uh-huh. How much of your science project do you have done? <laughs> I was like, none. <laughs> <laughs> I'm performing my experiment right now. I'm going to put them all in the ring and shake them and see who's left. <laughs> how far can I dupe my mother? <laughs> it was just one of those moments where you're just like, just let me enjoy my toys. I've had
1: too many of those moments through my life. It's just ridiculous. The sad
0: thing is, if you do the math on this and you look at the figures I had and what year it probably was and how old I probably was, uh-huh. it doesn't look good for me. <laughs> that was probably that point in time where my mom and dad were going, this kid needs to stop buying toys. <laughs> They failed. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> they failed. Uh-huh. Um, but I also love seeing two in the wrestling one. There was even that, uh, cause there was a group of guys that were originally going to do the WWF figures. <laughs> yeah. Like way back when they talked about doing them. And unfortunately, they got beat out by, I think it was, um was it Galoob? If maybe. I,
1: might, I know Galoob was in the mix because there was three parties. It was them,
0: Galoob, and then one other one. Really but special. anyways, the, the company that almost got it, didn't get it. But later on down the road, they ended up getting back in the game by doing WCW figures, yeah. which was just hilarious to me because it was like, oh, <laughs> the rivalry continues.
1: Uh-huh. I... Uh, I wasn't big into WCW as much as I was. neither, WCW, neither was but I. But I did enjoy the WCW action figures a
0: lot more. They were the rubber dog toys, but smaller. Yes. yes. <laughs> they were like, Boop. Yeah. I remember we had some. We had, um, I want to say we had like, we had Sid Justice. We had a Sting. We had a Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. We had a couple others. And the thing is, is we didn't watch WCW. Right. And I'm pretty a, sure somebody bought them just because they were like these kids like wrestling, right? So they just bought
1: <laughs> It was a common reoccurrence because it happened to me too. I think that's how I uh, acquired some. Um, because, like I said, I was a WWF guy, um, but I had WCW toys. Uh, I think. I think a, another um, aspect of it is the factor that like a lot of the WCW talent was older WWF wrestlers yeah which then kind of started to you start to dabble into the uh generation before you um so they they probably didn't even know the difference between WCW and WWF they probably thought it was all the same thing still
0: they might have um <laughs> I love
1: that they touched on the Monday night Wars. They did. That was that was really cool. I was a uh, I kind of did a jaw drop moment when they actually brought in Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era, and they actually talked about that portion of it. I was like, wow, like you didn't have to put that in there. Well, <laughs> it has like really no grasp on the whole
0: uh, Toy Wars, if you will. They uh, what was funny is too they they go. <laughs> I forgot how ridiculous the wrestling toys got <laughs> <They're> like stomp. <laughs> and I remember WCW had a ring that you could bring in the pool with you. Yeah. And it did. You could do weird. Like it was like a playset. I was like, oh yeah, this stuff got weird. <laughs> it did. It did really weird. Um,
1: They, they always, I don't know why. I mean, it's kind of, it's an underlying tone through all of our uh, childhood toys is they always tried to find multiple markets mm-hmm. to dabble. You got to keep that
0: line fresh, baby. Yeah.
1: I mean, just look at like the turtles. Give them guns. I'd give them <laughs> get... The weapons were a big thing with me When they started to introduce weapons mm-hmm. I was like I want all of them <laughs> I want the trash cans I want the kendo sticks I want the chairs I want the tables
0: Oh but you know what I just realized we got off track And, and <laughs> I was gonna tell a story About how uh, one day my cousin was over And we were playing with uh, My old Jack specific wrestling figures mm-hmm. And he did something where Cause I, we had bunk beds Where like he dropped Owen Hart And his neck exploded Oh my god <laughs> Oh my God. And this was before he died, too. I think it was like oh my God. six months before he died. What? <laughs> His neck just like. I'm pretty
1: sure that that wasn't an action figure, but an a own heart, doll. Doll. just yeah. had a little
0: bit of late response time. Holy shit, that's crazy. It was. Wow. I was really that's... bummed too. I was like,
1: man, he broke my own heart. <laughs> then he broke the and real then, own heart. And in a
0: few months, I was like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're a cold, cold
1: bastard. I I, I, it's it's weird um I remember the exact moment that I remember hearing about Owen Hart after SummerSlam
0: and you're like the fucking nugget no it was a it was a in your house was it it, it, I thought it was SummerSlam tentatively titled over the edge
1: (laughs) but I was sitting at the table having my breakfast a bowl of corn pops and I heard it on the radio while I was listening to the radio while eating my breakfast I was in the sixth grade that sounds about right I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade so weird how I, how I placed myself
0: into that moment. I remember I wasn't
1: even the biggest Owen Hart fan, but I enjoyed like watching him wrestle.
0: I, I remember my brother told me and Jesus, <laughs> the way he told me. Cause I think in storyline wise, like he had made some kind of references to like challenging for the WWF championship mm-hmm. at some point. And the first thing my brother said to me, like, I wake up and like getting ready for school. And he's like, Oh, he's like, I don't think Owen Hart will be challenging challenging for the WWF title anytime soon. I was like, why? He's like, he's dead. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Another great thing they talk about in this show is Power Rangers. (laughs) Hey, the Yellow Rangers. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Um, And that was a, it was, that was interesting. It was an interesting, I was both interested and intrigued and disappointed at the same time. (laughs) Like, I don't know why, like, I just felt like somewhat like, ah. I feel like they didn't talk enough about how explosive that toy line was. How explosive the whole movement was. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. They talked about it, but I feel like they, you know, maybe it was just because I was, <laughs> I experienced it firsthand.
1: Mm-hmm. You, like were, was, you were in LA when the, when the, road when was the was road road shut down. Yep. <laughs> I remember like, hearing it on the, the TV.
0: I, uh, cause like I never did get like a lot of the first bunch of figures. No, I mean, neither did I.
1: I didn't get them until I was a, an adult. For the most part, I think I'm, I could count on one hand how many I had. Um, didn't have any of the weapons, though. Oh, no, I did. I did. I had the uh, Power Blaster. No, I didn't have any of them. And the Morpher. I had that. How did I get those? I don't must know. must have stolen. I was about to say, I just, you know, pocketed them and uh, I did the whole switcheroo.
0: I thought it was very interesting that uh, Stan Lee had a brief part in this. Yeah, with, I know. uh Margaret uh Margaret Loesch, I think was her name. Uh, uh, they went around and trying to basically pitch what would essentially be like Power Rangers. Yeah. And people were like, That's no, stupid. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And it a- wasn't until like a few years later when Haim Saban <laughs> went and was pitching and Margaret Loesch was in charge over at Fox Kids. Yeah. And he showed her and she was like, yes. Like, <laughs> I've her, been like, how'd you know about this? <laughs> like, I, this was my idea. All right. It was weird because like at that point, Stanley had nothing to do with it. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, Margaret Loesch, she is a huge, 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 if not the main reason that X-Men was even made. Really? She bet her job on it. She seems to do that a lot. Yeah, she, she did was, it with Power Rangers. She too. she was very adamant on getting X Men made. She was a huge advocate for the X Men animated series. So. Oh,
1: that's interesting. So this lady's
0: okay in my book. Yeah, she's a she's a godsend um and it's just kind of funny because they do go into the whole like oh you know we'll we'll shoot the show in america with Um. the regular actors and then we'll just splice in the super sentai footage and it is funny like you go back and watch it now it's so like blatantly obvious yes and i just think of my parents sitting there like watching it when i'm a kid and being like what the fuck (laughs) is this my mom always said that power rangers made me violent that's what that's what they said yeah they said Uh, it was it sparked violence i mean I was no more violent watching Power Rangers than I was Ninja Turtles and professional wrestling. Right. Exactly. I was just like
1: at the, at the young age, I realized that uh, my mom was a fool. <laughs> she <laughs> one of those parents.
0: <laughs> she bought into the media propaganda. Um, but no, like those toys. I remember. I remember. God, I love having a good memory about certain things. <laughs>
1: That's, that's why i always call out your bullshit I, I, I totally forgot no no
0: you didn't forget you have a good memory um it's a selective memory it is a very selective memory <laughs> i can remember things about toys <laughs> it's pretty much it anything else i, I Ask me when my wedding anniversary is i already forgot <laughs> no i didn't october yes. 4th yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay. But I remember. To prove it. <laughs> I remember watching TV in my basement and this like really raggedy old chair that like the armrests were broken and like you could just like sit like all disjointed and like, <laughs> but sitting there watching TV as I would do on Saturdays, I just sit in my basement and eat frozen burritos watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> that didn't change until you moved to this house. <laughs> and now I sit in the in the living room watching <laughs> cartoons eating frozen burritos. <laughs> I've graduated (laughs) He now has like His own couch To sit on and do Um, But I just remember Sitting there And the basement Was fucking cold as shit too But uh And a commercial came out For the Power Rangers toys And I was just like I "I,
1: loved that commercial By the way I was like I want those (laughs) That commercial was so amazing There was There was was freaking Explosions in it It had such a
0: a, uh, They had the cool Like diorama With the red sky And the rocks And they brought The toys down And they're like (laughs) Yes Oh, it was, it was, so, it was go- so good. And not to mention, and they even talk about it, like not the, not the head flippy ones, but the bigger ones, uh-huh. those were like, we, we had never seen any figures like that before. Mm. And that scale with that kind of articulation, like it was, this was entirely new territory. Yep. And it just blew my mind. I remember watching that commercial and just wanting those so bad and like fantasizing about getting them. <laughs> just having wet dreams. Just having full on wet, soggy dreams <laughs> about playing with power ranger toys. <laughs> Oh, uh,
1: Goldar! I don't know uh, if you've been able to see those old figures now, but the articulation and the hands are just so weird because they're basically just <laughs> yeah, like, they're like like monkey claws. <laughs> 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 I have like I think I have all of them, but like uh oh man, a couple of them. Pink I never, Ranger, Yellow Ranger. I never Black had Ranger. the Green Ranger. I had I didn't have the Green Ranger until I actually bought it off of uh, Mike Kaczynski. Uh, he had a whole box full of old power ranger stuff and i was working at uh one of the pizza places that i worked at and i seen a post that he posted on facebook like i'm getting rid of all these you know make an offer and i don't know what got into me but i instantly messaged him i was like i'll take them i'll take that shit you know because it was a lot of stuff Still have the twelve inch ones, and uh, I think I have the old Saba and the old Dragon Dagger. Because I was like, I don't know if I could part with these, even though I have the legacy ones.
0: I um, I just remember with the White Ranger and with the small head. Fl- I did have the Flippy Green Ranger, the White Tiger Zord. I had that too. Um, I remember the shields would never stay on. Oh no, I think
1: don't they even have like a, a shot of doing the Flippy head thing and, and the, the shields? The shields <laughs> <are those laughs> <ones>? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, they certainly do. Um, and they, I don't know, I just I feel like they, I mean. I guess it makes sense in the show like they like really focus on the early and I think that's kind of the problem with a lot of stuff they focus a lot on the early stuff mm-hmm. and then they just kind of gloss over the rest that's because the rest of the Power Ranger line like was just junk it was it was horrible after uh, Mighty Morphin it was oh. I never even um, I think I only had three ZO Rangers I don't I, I didn't had, have any I had the gold blue and green really yeah and then like those, even, were, those were those were the ones that went down to six from the 12 yeah. yeah those Um. even then like that's when like even as a kid I was starting to privy to like the way to <laughs> minute. You guys are just going to keep changing this shit over. So we have to keep buying it Right. every year. I don't have the income for that. I have no income. <laughs> My income is peanuts and
1: and lollipops.
0: That's why the good thing, like with the Power Rangers, was is like they were able you were able to get so much use. Like, luckily, I had uh, I did get the Thunder Megazord and I did have the Shogun Megazord. Really, which I really liked the Shogun Megazord. Yeah, I re- thought the Shogun was really awesome. I uh, I don't think I had the Falcon Zord though.
1: I don't think I I don't think I had any Zords. I don't think I had any Zords when I was younger. I remember my all my friends had the Zords. <laughs> Which was like, God damn it. Now I, now I have to hang out with these people in order to play with these things.
0: Well, and when I, at like the height of Power Rangers, my mom worked at Kmart. Oh no. In the toy department. (laughs) So she got to see it, all the craziness. And I think that's the only way I actually even got some of the stuff I got was because I think she was working there and she was able to grab stuff. Right. As it came in. I'm sure of it. Um, Yeah. People were always called her the toy lady. Like she would would always talk about like the people that would show up late at night. Yeah. Trying to like look for like a lot of times it was like Hot Wheels (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Yep. And she even like, I remember she had come home with the first wave of star Wars toys for me when they first came out, the power force one, which was, you know, Luke Han, Chewbacca, Leia, Obi-Wan, Vader, a stormtrooper, three PO and R2 because they had just gotten them off. Wow. That's a huge wave. Yeah. Compared to now. Yeah. I was going to say now we get like maybe like what, five, 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 six figures figures in a wave. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that was the only, like the power ranger toys were so fucking difficult to find. They were so hard hmm um i that's why like in the end i'm like yeah, i'm glad i had what i had i never did have a megazord or a dragon's order to remember everything that i had when i was a kid of power Rangers. oh i had the gloves oh i remember the gloves where you put them on you yeah had the batteries and-
1: yeah it was fantastic i think i think i even was able to acquire uh the whole team nice um what else you just I, needed I, f-
0: six other friends to play with
1: yeah i would always bring them to school and we'd uh we'd play at recess and then get in trouble for fake fighting and we get detention (laughs) stupidest thing in the world fucking dumb that's why your mom thought it was making you violent probably (laughs) there's probably a connection It all makes sense now (laughs) um oh man i got in trouble one time for bringing the power blaster to school too (laughs) it looks like a real gun yeah i don't know how you acquired a a gun to that but hey you know um i'm apparently smarter because i was also the one that said i'll always have a calculator i'll walk around with it in my pocket i don't care (laughs) Hey!
0: Now we have phones with calculators. Um, Suck at elementary teachers. They—they uh, they also. Um, how, what was it? Oh, there was a part there they talked about in the show that I was like, but, oh, they glossed over. The brief period where Disney owned Power Rangers.
1: I always forget about that until it gets brought up in
0: like a conversation or something. It's very brief. It's oh, it's like like, because they didn't really do anything with it. No, they didn't. And then they ended up selling it back to Heim Saban. I know. That bastard. He
1: oh my I don't know how that dude got so lucky. He did. Like he's he's that's all he's known for.
0: His Power Rangers. (laughs) His Power Rangers. And that's all he needs to be known for. And he's well off because I'm I don't know how much he ended up selling to Hasbro for. (coughs) Did they stay in the show? Um, no, I don't think any numbers ever get tossed around. Because Hasbro now owns Power Rangers one hundred percent. Like they own everything. Yep. Um I just remember the the dude, the the
1: sculptor of the Bandai stuff when when they come to that intersection and they said they sold the Hasbro and his face is just like perfect because he realized, Oh shit, I'm I'm completely out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing I've ever done in my life and now but, it's gone.
0: Yeah, they do get really into uh like they do talk a lot about the super sentai stuff and how they work that in and Mm-hmm. Um, how they started to run low on footage. They had to start using their own yep. until finally, cause they were afraid to like switch stuff over, which is hilarious to me now because they, <laughs> they do it just like they do in Japan where they switch stuff over every season, Yep, every single season. Um, that's why
1: I have no connection with later versions of the power Rangers. Yeah. It's cause they're, they're gone in a blink of an eye. So it's
0: just like, why, why care? Well, that's, that's what made me stop watching is like they started Zio, I was semi already out halfway out the door with Zio. Like I was still like trying to convince myself like, yeah. and then they switched it over to turbo and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> done they brought in the fucking kid i was like nope they they. oh man they touched on how that was uh controversial as well like yeah like what's the point like you switch it to a kid and then the from kid your adult. like why don't you just have an adult yeah like what's the point of having a kid uh, child prodigy
1: <sighs> probably i mean it's, maybe it's the same aspect of uh like robin robin was oh yeah introduced. they'd be like
0: oh well you can't be the, you can't be one of the actual power rangers but you could be this little turd justin
1: yeah <laughs> who was a, a a genius smarter than billy i think wasn't that the, the I, deal don't I feel like that might have been the deal? I say he was like this genius child who you know goes to the same high school because he got ex, uh, pushed forward um, in the grades.
0: Otherwise, it's just weird that a bunch of t- uh, teenagers are hanging out with a little kid. Yeah, I mean, you know what kind of like charity case is this kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The the main event of the series, I think, is oh, actually yeah. uh, the the Ninja Turtles one. Hell yeah! This oh man, this episode. I had no idea what I was getting into. Oh, you didn't know you were going to go on an emotional roller no, coaster? No, I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, this was probably by far the best episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved it if they touched a little bit more on like the current stuff that's happening with turtles, like Super Seven and NECA. And I totally agree. How with they're that. like super good collectible figures now with these guys Uh Um, bringing it back, but you know, whatever. But they, they talk about like the early beginnings and how nobody wanted anything to do with them, which is kind of funny that it's like this weird, um, these stories almost start out the same way. Yeah. Like it's like a Cinderella story. Yeah. Always like people want nothing to do with it. There's finally that one person that takes the chance, uh-huh. and boom, we're off to the races. It's, it was the same thing with Power Rangers. It was the same thing with Star Wars. Yep, um, it, it's 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 hilarious to me. Uh, and but that's always what you hear with Ninja Turtles. It was it was the hard sell, uh-huh. and I've I've heard the story so many times of how it all started, but never from the horse's mouth. No, no, never, never. So they have uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird in it. They interviewed them a lot. They get a lot. They talk a lot about it. Um, there's the one guy who like really s- sealed the deal with Playmates uh-huh. who referred to himself as the fifth turtle. Yep. I was like, you seem like a corporate slime,
1: <laughs> but he wasn't,
0: but he wasn't, he had a corporate
1: mindset, but he wasn't corporate. Yeah. I mean, like to me, I, when he came in and he's telling the story, I was like, I, I can idolize this dude. Like he goes in and uh, what's that thing that Jeff always says? He, you fake it till you make it. Yeah and that's exactly what he did and it's oh such yeah a, it's such a fucking it's a great great like Cinderella story like it's because he did it's,
0: he yeah. He just went in there and it was just like he went in there with a suit on and was like I'm a businessman yes but not really
1: it was great man it was so good because it, it really like for me that gave, that gives me hope obviously like with things I do I try to make them bigger more grandiose because that's what people
0: are attracted to can you imagine being like a toy company that passed on oh. Ninja Turtles or Star Wars constantly kicking yourself <laughs> like, in the ass <laughs> like that where you're like ah stupid you're
1: just waiting for the one guy that you worked with back then to die so he he just shuts up with the hey remember when you passed on ninja turtles
0: <laughs> remember when you said that that was stupid <laughs> remember how you said nobody would want this oh by the way 30 years later it's, it's still, still around there. it's still
1: there and probably almost stronger than ever because we now have money
0: well yeah they they definitely um they talked about how like they had to get a, uh, a show going which was with the it's amazing how that was just such a thing. Uh-huh. Like you couldn't have a toy line without a TV show. Without the TV show. Without a cartoon. Like you have to have something to sell it. Like then you realize like, holy shit, those cartoons I watched as a kid were just commercials.
1: Yeah. Like Isn't they were just nuts? commercials for toys. That's all they were. It's so nuts to think about it like that because that's exactly why they were made. In the first place is the fact that just to sell you the toys.
0: Yeah. And it worked.
1: And it worked. Geniusly. It's disgusting.
0: <laughs> so it's just, it it, it opens your mind And your eyes to realize like, wow, every toy I had probably was originally just like, here's a toy line. And then they were like, okay, and now make a cartoon.
1: Right. I think maybe the only exception that I can think of right off the tippy top of my head is Ghostbusters because you had the first movie. Yeah. And then they decided to, was it after the second movie or did it start before the second movie and then ran past the second movie? I don't remember what it was.
0: Sounds like maybe, I don't know
1: cuz i know they they talk they make mention about vigo they make mention about the stay puff battle
0: so i don't know um they really go into how the whole thing was just a cultural phenomenon they talk about the the movie which, which is always hilarious to me like I know, it's good they did a screening for it and the guy that was referred to himself as the fifth turtle, uh-huh. they went up to him and they were like, well, you really shit the bed on that one. Because they were like, it's horrible. Like <laughs> yeah. you had one thing to do. And then the movie is also a huge success. Huge, huge
1: success. Um, when they were when they were talking about no, the numbers, the movie uh, raked in, it was
0: like numbers that are still kind of impressive to this day. Well, especially to the fact that at that time, that movie was basically an independent movie. Yeah. Like for the longest time, I think until Pulp Fiction came out, it was the highest grossing independent movie of all time, which is just... <laughs> Staggering, really staggering to think about. And like the fact that people thought that, oh, this movie is going to be bad. And I guess they had right to Mm -hmm. with the track record of like Masters of the Universe and Howard the Duck. Right. Like they had like every right to be like, okay, this movie is going to be shit. But even I watched that movie today and I'm like, no, this this really isn't a bad movie. Like holds up. It holds up really well like is there some campiness to it yeah but you're also watching a movie called teenage mutant ninja turtles like come the fuck on what
1: blew my mind and i didn't even realize it is that there was no toys for the first
0: movie i know i remember watching something and they pointed that out a couple years ago and i sat there and i thought about it and i was like holy shit you're right
1: yeah the 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 toys didn't come out until the second movie it's pretty much Probably why they'd made the second movie. And then there was a third movie, which thank God they touched on the third movie. And then everybody was just kind of like in mass, like agreeance that the third movie is just fucking terrible. Yeah. It's just awful. It, some of them couldn't even remember what the hell it was called because it was so, you know, lackluster, non, non
0: memorable. And that kind of leads into where things start to take a turn because not only do the turtles start to lose their fame, but then they do the next mutation. Yes. And that's, oh <laughs> that's kind of, and I, it's weird, like, I never knew that there was any kind of split between Eastman and Laird. Yeah, neither did I. Like, I didn't know that they stopped talking or really, like, working together. Um, I can't say I'm surprised, though. And it wasn't even a case of, it didn't even it didn't even sound like it was fully a case of, like, money
1: corrupts. Right. It was just kind of like, you're doing business with the same person for X amount of years that you had this, like, very strong creative bond over this one thing. And then you have, like, this disagreement. Yes. You finally have that disagreement. And it's it's enough that it creates, like, an earth-shattering effect, which is pretty Crazy. I would say though, it's not as earth shattering as something like Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Right, right, right. Where nobody knows what the fuck happened. Like it was very clear as to what happened. One person just kind of got tired of dealing with all the, all the meetings and licensing and all this other jazz and Um, sold his
0: rights off well and i guess you know what really started it was in the next mutation they wanted to introduce a fifth turtle yeah a female turtle and they were both well they were both of the mindset that that there would be four but it was which one was it that was it peter laird the older one that signed off on the fifth one or was it eastman eastman i think i think you're right it was eastman because because he was the
1: younger one that was kind of a little bit more like
0: yeah yeah yeah. so he kind of signed off on that and then what happened something god damn it i wish i could go back and watch it Something that ended up happening shortly after that ended up causing Eastman to just completely sell his share. Yeah, just dump it off. He just sold it all to Laird and like they had the, the falling out about the fifth turtle, which actually turned out to be a bad idea. Anyways, it's if, all right. If you want to know if you haven't seen it, it this the series is on Netflix currently
1: right now. Yeah. Um, and you can go watch it. I made it about three episodes in and I said, I can't watch this anymore. It's just God awful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a terrible show, not even including the fifth turtle introduction. Like it's just. Horrible, horrible quality show. Bad overdubbing. So bad.
0: Is it? It's so bad. I've never watched
1: it. It's, oh my God, it's so bad. Like, Uh, it's not even funny bad.
0: To to make matters even worse, Peter Laird later ends up selling his entire share of the Turtles to Nickelodeon. Stupid. Which ends up leaving Eastman out in the cold. Like he, cause he sold his share, so he didn't get any money. Yeah. But I know he said it. I mean, I don't, I still don't think the whole falling out had to do fully with money. And it just wasn't a case of like, you know, that rock star thing where like, Oh, two people get too no. much fame too fast. And it was just a, a business thing that just kinda, I think fell apart. And unfortunately, uh, got tired. Two friends. Uh, I guess like they had after they had been in the rooms together, but they never really talked. Right. You know, I mean, I guess it would be kind of hard to like completely avoid being around somebody that you birthed this pop culture phenomenon with Uh that still resonates today. And this is where the documentary takes a turn. Yeah. It takes a pretty emotional turn. Suddenly they're like, let's reunite them. Yeah. And holy shit. I mean it's what the fuck? Sucked. It's so emotional.
1: It's so emotional. <laughs> because yeah, this is the first time that they like been in the same room,
0: right? And This is the first time like they really sat and talked. Yeah.
1: And it's like it's nuts because I think for for me too, I didn't realize that there was a massive split between the two. And so I was like, "Whoa, you know, right. I'm I'm, wa- I'm watching this documentary and they go, I'm like, "Wow, wow. That kind of sucks, dude. That's a, you know, a total bummer." And then it gets to that part where they walk into the uh, the old studio, um,
0: their first studio that with they've... the the house, yeah. And I remember because and Peter Laird's like, oh, he's like, hey, remember we were gonna build a window, window here and pass sketches we were gonna over. pass sketches over, but that never did happen. And I was like, that was oh. that was
1: that was the heart wrench <laughs> moment. I was just like, oh shit. I was like, oh man. And then oh. they
0: it shows them like sin, and then they're drawing again, and they're There's, talking like how old they're reuniting, and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> 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 it was. It really was. I was like, this is so good. It it was, (laughs) it was a real, it was definitely, I think, um, the standout episode. Um, I do, I do think. Not just with this one, but with every episode, I think they could be so much longer and they could talk so much more. <laughs> but I think the the main thing they always want to capture with these episodes is the rise, fall, oh, and the and return, because the, yeah. that's how it all goes. Like you know, with, with, with that's how it went with Star Wars and Power Rangers and Transformers and GI Joe and this and that. Although GI Joe still really hasn't had no uh, I return. I, I
1: don't think GI Joe will return. I have I have my theories on why, but that's it's another another day. <laughs> um, If all right, so if or we we get a season four i hope so which lines would you want to see pogs no (laughs) i actually maybe would want to see pogs because that was a uh a massive movement that came out of nowhere and it's just so basic and stupid.
0: Uh, I've seen some people suggest Pokemon. I think I would say yeah to that. Um, I could see that or even doing something along the lines of something with like consoles. Ooh, yeah. Like Nintendo, like something like that. Um, What I would really like to see, I would love to see them do something on Marvel. Yeah. Whether it be Marvel, just Marvel toys in general or Marvel legends. Uh Um, It'd probably be better to just do a full on like Marvel thing. But at the same time, that's a lot a lot of ground to cover a lot of ground to cover because you gotta they would have to start off with the start of the comics and then the toys in the uh 70s or 80s the weird Marvel superhero ones mm-hmm. and then like the stuff in the 90s and then legends and this and that to now so I don't know it, or even like I mean DC would love to see do DC yeah I mean there's there's untapped potential there um yeah they're probably gonna do it I don't know if they'll do a Thundercats or a Voltron well probably not I would I would say maybe Voltron no Cause like it didn't really
1: have a mass market of a toy until later. Uh, yeah. Like I underestimate maybe, maybe Thundercats, how big
0: some of these toy lines were. Cause it wasn't at my, right. I want to see, uh, the Ghostbusters counter stuff. Ghostbusters would be interesting. I guess it really, what really matters is if there's a story yeah. to be told, like if it's just a thing like, okay, so they decided to do a toy line and, and then it's it kind of faded out. And that was it. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, cause other than that, like I really don't know what other toy lines they could do. Like they've really hit a lot of those. They could do bop it. <laughs> They've really hit a lot of those big toy lines. Um, not to say that they're not, but I do think that there is something they could do—a Marvel one or DC or both. There is,
1: I would say, Marvel. I don't. I don't think DC really has the
0: ex, the reach like Marvel does. Or if they just did like I don't know, like could, would they just do like Batman, a, like a character? Yeah, like just do like yeah. a Batman um, episode where like, hey, here's all the Batman figures because that's that stems back all the way to the 50s and 60s they were producing stuff so i'm interested to see if they do continue i know they have the new show the movies that made us which is fantastic so i'm like okay are they gonna start are they gonna keep this going or what, what are they gonna do but
1: this is gonna be no surprise but the ghostbusters uh one mm-hmm. got a little teary because <laughs> they they touch on the whole ramus bill murray deal and it's just like it we were watching him, and of course, I know about this. Um, but Janelle was watching it with me. And she goes, Are you like what they, they say? You know, they mentioned the split between Murray and Ramus uh, on Groundhog Day. And yes. she goes, are, are you serious? I go, Yeah, that, that happened. And nobody really knows what exactly happened. Like, not even the parties involved. His daughter doesn't know what happened. Um, and then they pan forward, you know, 20 odd years to where uh Harold Ramus is essentially on his deathbed. And fucking Bill Murray goes to the, the, the city cops and he didn't know where Ramus lived and went to the city cops and said, Take me to Harold Ramus. And he got a Police escort to Harold Ramis. Really, and they reconnected, dude. I did that the, the bubbling cry. I don't know if you know. Like, I was like, <laughs> "Oh god, oh god!" And I turned to Janelle, and Janelle's just fucking full on waterworks. She goes, "That was so beautiful." I go, oh, "Yeah." I was like, "Comedy brings the world together."
0: <laughs> oh man, I'd like to. I yeah. have to watch that. I got it on Friday. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's a good one, and Die Hard's in there too, which is also really interesting. Do they settle the debate of if it's a Christmas movie or not? <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't know. Cause it was, it was one of those movies, uh, that was being made and being written at the same time. Uh, well, really? Yeah. I'll, well, I think maybe all these movies were being made and being written at the same time. So it can work. It can work. Yeah. Huh. Well, how about that? Yeah. It's insane. And there's something really interesting about the, uh, the, the making of home alone, uh, and it getting off of the ground. Very interesting. Ooh. It's very, like I, like maybe I, with a little teaser, it was, it was one of those deals where it, it, they're telling the story. And I was like, no fucking way did that happen that's shit. some shady fucking shit
0: now <laughs> so i need to watch that it's, one it's
1: a fantastic series just as much so as the toys who made the toys
0: that made us so if you get a chance do check that show out let, let us know what you think please so we know that you're listening talk to us think that'll do it for this week's show mm-hmm. thanks for joining us bye no. <laughs> Be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, where you can find our show and plenty of other great content. You can also find us out over on uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, we're, we're back, back. <laughs> and we're better than ever. <laughs> we're also on Spotify and. Really, wherever podcasts are listened to. You can also check us out over on the YouTubes while you still can. Don't know what's happening with that. I'm I'm
1: I think I decided I went through and I marked all the videos. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stand it out. I'm gonna see what happens. Um 90% of it is made for kids. Just <laughs> just to make sure. And then the other stuff is eighteen plus.
0: <laughs> we also have mostly uh, the podcast. A Facebook and Twitter accounts and Instagram that you can follow us on. Just check us out, do so. You can also send us an email if you have any questions. Podcast Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um also check out the affiliate links. We're only a few like weeks left the holidays get on that amazon or entertainment earth link heads up amazon prime is uh not
1: very much today it's already happening it, it, this happens every year where uh, amazon prime two-day shipping turns into more like amazon prime four-day shipping because the, the amount of stuff being ordered i just
0: ordered something monday and it's i think it's coming today yeah so fingers crossed and i think that'll do it for
1: this week's show no no and if you want to help support the
0: show go oh check yeah out thank our you
1: patreon at patreon.com slash <laughs> Uh, where you can be as cool as these people that Mike is about to name off:
0: Charlie Robbins, Jeremy Brown, Angel Doty, Janelle Kozlowski, Christy Vance. Thank you for the money and Charlie Brown and Charlie Brown. <laughs> thank you for that mad money. Also, we have t-shirts available. They yeah. make great stocking stuffers. <laughs> just roll them up and shove them in the stocking. And just get one that has like no context whatsoever. <laughs> like, don't be don't be a beast. Wear a shirt. No, or like uh, the Weeb Awareness one. Oh yeah, <laughs> just put yeah. it in someone's stocking. And gonna I be always like, forget about what that the one. Fuck
1: is this? <laughs> what the
0: hell's a weeb well <laughs> boy do i have something for you to listen sit to sit down i'm gonna tell you a christmas story and that will do it for our plugs right yeah I think yeah so. yeah join us next week as we talk about something nerdy <laughs> until next time i'm mike i'm tony bye-bye see ya maybe Jeff will actually be here. doubtful he's dead it's true